welcome to Finding Me, Champions of Hope. I'm Annette, and this is my co-host, Mark, my sweetheart of 38, 38 years. years. Wow. It's amazing, and we just are each other's best friends, and we're just thrilled to have you with us today. Our hope and our mission is to find hope and share it with the world. This podcast will have opportunities where we interview everyday people within the world, people who have found hope in their lives, as well as experts on topics of self-care, mental health, and spirituality. Our goal is to inspire others to find their own hope and become champions of hope in their own communities and families. So thank you for joining us today. Wow, Annette. It's been two and a half years of craziness. It has. We started this project about two and a half years ago, right at the beginning of COVID, as a means of creating a community where we could help each other with finding tools, finding support, because life had changed, and we have found that life didn't go back to way the way it was before COVID. It didn't, and so many of us were struggling without having that connection, without being able to, you know, go to the grocery store, to go worship in church, or to see our extended family. It was a strange time. Do you remember when I got a, a call from from my boss at work who said? Until further notice, you can't come back into the office. And we were talking about, okay, well, a couple of weeks, you know, we'll be back. And I left a peanut butter and jam sandwich in my drawer. Hopefully uh, it won't rot when I get back there. I didn't know that. That's and and we we had this impression that life was going to be the same as it was before all of these restrictions went in. And here we are two and a half years later and life will never be the same. It won't. But the interesting thing with all of this, as we were sharing messages of hope and in different posts on, on social media, just uplifting and, and you know, just trying to, to be a positive amongst all the, the craziness and the negativity that was out there, we began to get a lot of feedback. And we began to recognize that, you know what, we are doing a little bit of good here. And, and then as things continued to progress, people were seeking us out for, for more tools, for more resources. And before we knew it, we had over 100,000 followers on Instagram who were relying on our daily messages. And during that time, some of you may have remembered, we went by the name of uh, Karen the Load. C-A-I-R-N. Karen the Load. We, we are both avid hikers. We love to hike. And if, for those of you who have been on a hiking trail, sometimes you'll run into a stack of rocks. And that stack of rocks signifies this is the right trail. You're not lost. Stay on this trail and you'll be just fine. And that's what we hoped to be for you at the time was a trail marker. Someone, trail marker. Someone that pointed out the way because you might have that fork in the road. And we just wanted to be there as a resource that, you know, what we've been there before. And, and while that was a great concept and we got a lot of traction from that idea of Karen's, people had no idea what a Karen was. People said, Karen, isn't that the name of uh, that uh, weird neighbor next door there that uh, tries to 
tries to to do things it it was it totally flopped because we hadn't even thought of that but we just loved hiking and so we just kind of kept going with it we thought people would catch on but they didn't and it didn't really reflect what we evolved into doing and becoming and so we we did a lot of reflection and we did a lot of of self-evaluating and is this something that we should continue to do? It takes a lot of time and resource and energy. And, and is, it, is it worth it? Does it really make a difference in someone's life? And what we did, and if you remember, is we sat down one day and we asked ourselves, what do we want to be? Do we want to continue with the same message? Or do we feel like we need to maybe rebrand ourselves a little bit differently? And there were some commonalities as we were talking about prior guests that we had had on our podcasts, uh, as we had talked about uh, messages that we had received, conversations, real conversations that we'd have with people that uh, had subscribed and listened to us. And we found that there were some commonalities. Do you remember what some of those commonalities were? They were lost. They were lost. One of them was also, they were hopeless. They were hopeless. They didn't know where to turn. And, and you know, it's something that you feel this overwhelming desire to help when people really reach out in sincerity. And, and we realized and we recognized that, this yes, this is something we want to continue doing. And, yes, let's create a resource that is more accessible, that will have these tools and resources on demand that that individuals can go to, to find help, to find ways to, of self-discovery, of clarity, of hope and healing. I'm, I'm glad you used that word clarity because one of the commonalities that we found is that there was a lack of clarity by a lot of people, not sure where things were going. And that, that not sure of where things were going led to a lot of anxiety. In fact, we just found something recently talking about uh, the level of anxiety and depression that we see now today versus what we saw pre pandemic. And, it, and the CDC tells us that uh, 25% of people more than before are experiencing are experiencing anxiety in their lives. And what we're hoping to do with our, with our new platform is to share with you, as Annette said, the tools, the resources, the opportunities, put you in front of like-minded people. What we were doing before was great. And we had to, we had a really good time doing it, didn't we? We did. Uh, we, we had our, our Karen the Load, but we also had our podcast called Finding Me. And we also had social media, Facebook and such. And we found that it was all over the place. It was because the podcast at the time wasn't Finding Me. It was it was Karen the Load. Then it went to Trail Angels because we were trying to have a connection there that people would understand more. Mm-hmm. And, and it still, it didn't. It right. And so this whole idea of finding me and being champions of hope really has been a concept that we've been focusing on for some time. But this is our initial and our inaugural uh, podcast 
that uh, we're gonna, going to continue to have our weekly podcasts. But the thing that we're more excited about than anything else is that everything that we've been talking about is going to be at your fingertips with an application. It is. We are thrilled to announce that the Finding Me app is live and it's there to be downloaded for free. Whatever platform, whether it's Google or Apple that you use to download this app for free. There are so many tools and resources right there at your fingertips. So go into the search button and type in Finding Me app. And there it will come up. And, and download it. Become a part of the community. Now, that's, that might sound, well, why do I want to be a part of the community? Well, in the community, we all become cheerleaders. We're, that champion, we're champions of hope there. We're cheering each other on in our experiences. And, and we can ask and share you know, thoughts and things that we've learned through the different resources and courses that are within that app. And it really is a great great feature of this app. Where did this whole concept come from, Annette? It came from God. And that's that's the truth. We felt inspired that we have been so blessed that we needed to do more. We needed to share those things that we have learned through our life's experiences and offer that hope to others. We're going to make these these conversations very real. There, there's nothing phony with, with us. There's nothing phony with the uh, guests that we bring on board. We're going to talk about uh, often some very difficult things. But without just leaving it at a difficult thing, we're going to share some ideas and some tools as to help you to be able to put yourself in a position where you can be happy with your where the trajectory of your life is going. The hope with our guests is that each of them will leave you with feeling inspired, motivated, that you can do it. If they could do it, you can do it. Each of us have have our little demons, have pain, have sorrow, and each of us can overcome them. Each of us can have that clarity of mind. We can find who we are. You know, sometimes we get lost. I remember a time, it was probably about six months after, after our son Reed had passed away. And you had started traveling again for work, Mark. Our youngest son moved out to go to, um, to the university. And our older two daughters had already moved out and, and working and through college and things. And all of a sudden, I didn't know who I was anymore. We were all alone. We were all alone, but you were gone too. And I remember thinking, well, who am I? I'm no longer a caregiver. I'm an empty nester. You know, I've got all these crazy thoughts in my mind of things, just of all these years of of having a son that that had that we were dealing with all of the effects of this brain tumor and trying to help him have, have peace and live the best quality of life he could have. And I lost sight of who I was. And it took me years to find myself again. I think it's fair to say, Annette, that there's another important word here that we can use as well. 
And, and uh, you know, we, we, we often hear in the business world the idea of transformative growth. Mm-hmm. We, we, we hear about uh, the growth that takes place because of circumstance that in order for a corporation to succeed and to thrive, changes have to be made. Well, we've found the same thing in individual lives and especially in our lives as well. We've learned the importance of reinvention. And we're going to be talking a lot about reinvention in our podcasts, in our other pieces that uh, we do with our trainings that we have. We've got some lessons that we're really excited to share with you. And let me just say, I don't love change. I mean, that's being real honest, but it's the change that has helped me to become who I am today, who I love where I'm at. I know I'm not at a destination. I'm continuing to learn and grow, but I'm excited about it now. And we've, we've heard this and it's kind of become cliche-ish over the years is that life is a journey. Mm-hmm. And we, we love our journey. It hasn't been an easy journey. We have found that uh, over the years, that journey can sometimes be overwhelming. Sometimes that journey can be such that uh, we, we wonder why we're even trying. But, but at the same time, we, we've recognized that uh, as we have tried, as we've tried to understand what our lives could be after loss, and let's, let's just be honest here. All of us have experienced loss. We have. Whether it's loss of a close family member, whether it's loss of a job, whether it's loss of things that are important to us. Or whether it's loss of what we thought life would be. Maybe we've lost our faith. Mm-hmm. Maybe we've lost our hope. But our hope, using that word, is, is that uh, we'll be able to provide for you those tools and ideas that will help you. Now, it's interesting, Annette, you said a minute ago that uh, you feel like that uh, we're on a pretty good, at least you feel like you're in a pretty good spot right now. Mm-hmm. Now, and I can say the same thing as well, but that hasn't always been the case. Oh, no. You know, that it, it hasn't, and and I can't... Um, I can't chalk it all up to to having a son that was chronically ill and and then losing him. You know, I struggled with anxiety and depression and like many of you. And and that lack of hope all the time, you know, that I had hoped I had for um, and not understanding. I didn't have the clarity that I have now that we talk about. It was a real journey of of love and learning and learning to love myself. The things that we've learned about ourselves and the thing that we've learned about each other has, has been very, very liberating in so many different ways because there was a time when we each grieved a little bit differently and we didn't know whether there was a right way or a wrong way to grieve. And that probably thought that uh, my way of grieving was uh, maybe just kind of pushing things under the rug that they really didn't exist. And, and I was thinking maybe Annette was grieving too much there. And we learned some skills that really helped us. One of the skills that I believe helped us a lot, Annette, was this whole concept of going from broken to beautiful. That was really one of the um, tipping points, if you will, for for me and my healing and and for you as I was able to express in a way that that had that clarity that I hadn't been able to before, I was uh, preparing to 
to speak to a group of women. Often I had an opportunity to, to present and to, to speak to women and offer hope and, and on their journeys in life and share my experiences and things. And this particular opportunity, it, it was different than others. It was, it was uh, different in a way of, of what the um, emphasis of the, the uh, meeting and this lecture was about. And one day, as I was preparing and it was getting to a deadline, and that's sometimes how it rolls with me, is I, I study a lot and I, and I think and I ponder, but I really don't narrow down what I'm going to share until maybe the day or two before. And fair assessment, fair assessment. And so this specific day, I knew I, I had to, it was the day before. And I, and I just had to get this done. And, and I had had this picture done and, and it was, and it was a glass window and it was this beautiful glass window. And, and I also came across in my research and for this, this opportunity, the concept of Kintsugi. And Kintsugi is an old Japanese art where the legend goes that this um, king, this prince, that the servants broke his most prized vessel. This gorgeous, um, actually it was a, a, a vase. And they thought, they were gonna, you know, be be beheaded because of breaking this prized vase. And and then what happened is they started and they thought, well, what if we can get it put back together? What if we can fix it? I'm, I'm, I'm picturing the Brady Bunch, and then, <laughs> I, I you know, know. playing was it the, was it the football, football. Uh -huh. and breaking the lamp, and the lamp, and they glued it back together, and it didn't work. But anyway, these <laughs> these servants, they found this precious metal, and they they carefully and meticulously, painstakingly put this vase back together. And you know what happened when the the king returned and they presented this vase and told him what happened. He thought it was more beautiful than anything he'd ever seen. And so for me, you take this representation, this kintsugi, and you 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 would break it. And it represents your life. It represents you. It represents, it represented me. And I had all these broken pieces. And and I and I felt less than. I felt like if anybody knew these things about me or my, my scars, they wouldn't love me anymore. Hmm. And then I, then I started thinking about our son. I, I turned around in my chair to, to go get a drink of water from my desk. And I saw a picture of our son and he loved to keep his hair short, really short. Cause he had a, this gnarly scar that went from the tip of his forehead down past his ear, and he wanted everyone to see it. It was the result of uh, a brain tumor removal. Exactly. He wanted everyone to see it. He was so proud of it. And I could not get it. 
I hated the sight of the scars. Well, we all hate scars, don't we? Because it it puts us in a position where we have to be vulnerable. And it puts us in a position where people can see that uh, we're less than perfect. Yeah. And, but I, for me, it brought back all this pain when I'd see his scars. And I couldn't understand why he was so different than me. And, well, why doesn't he just grow his hair out so people don't see his scars? And I, wouldn't want to, I don't want anyone to see my scars. But then the epiphany happened. And I realized why he kept his scars, his scars visible. And for him, it represented what he had overcome. It was a constant reminder to him that uh, he had struggled and he wanted other people to recognize that he had struggled because he loved to share his story. And he had overcome a lot in his, in his 20 years. And, and then I got thinking, I thought, well, what's the difference you know, his represents overcoming things. Mine should represent overcoming <laughs> things. But why don't I think of mine that way? But that's when the healing really began. Because then I started to think, but I have overcome those things too. All of us have scars. We all have scars. And so, you know, I like to say, you know, there are these precious scars. And that each of us may have thought of ourselves as broken, but as we heal and as we have this hope, we really become beautiful as we, we look at our scars in different ways. As, as kind of a funny side note, we, we decided that we would do our own kintsugi. And as we broke the vessel, our objective was to put it together as quickly as we possibly could. We glued it all together, and the next morning we we uh, woke up and looked at it, and it was all sagging. It and was It ugly. looked terrible, and I, and I think one of the reasons why is because we had gotten used to a on demand society. Mm -hmm. If we break something, what do we do? We just run to Walmart and go pick up another one. So but we can't. But we can't do that with ourselves. We can't do that with our lives, and so here, just like in this in the representation of this Kintsugi bowl, if you're looking at us and watching it on our app or, you know, YouTube or, or our website, you can actually see the video of this and not just hear us, but you can actually see this Kintsugi this, that we made. And um, each piece represents an experience in our life. And as you heal from that experience, as you reflect as you go through the process of this journey of healing, it's one piece, one experience at a time. It's not meant to be rushed. But the beauty of this, with using this precious metal, the gold, it is stronger, it is more beautiful than ever before. Mm, that's a great analogy. And it's something that uh, we, we have personally found that – it, those times when we become broken, instead of just trying to start brand new and, uh, and and start again, sometimes we don't get those chances. And when it comes to our lives, we have to start with where we found ourselves. And, and that's what we do is we find ourselves in a position where we might be broken. We might have some flaws that uh, need to be fixed. And instead of trying to do it as quickly as possible, 
part of finding me is all about the tools. And sometimes those tools may take some time. One of our classes, actually one of our courses that we do has 10 weeks of classes that, uh, that we have on emotional resilience, where we'll talk about things such as uh, healthy thinking patterns or depression and anxiety. Addiction. Yeah, yeah, there, there's, Body a, image. there's a lot of different areas that uh, we talk about in that one course mm -hmm. that I think is very helpful in putting ourselves back together better than we ever could have been before. And again, we don't want you to rush through this. That's not the purpose of the exercise. Sometimes in these different uh, lessons and courses, you may want to go back through it two or three times before you can move on to the next one. That's great. You can do it. But there are, there's reflection activities. Hmm. There are journal prompts. There are, you know, different things that this allows you to do. Now, these are things that you get to do. It's all online on the app. It's not for Mark and Annette. It's for you. And that's where the true healing, the true clarity comes to pass is through those reflections and different activities. Do you know one of the things I'm really excited about, Annette, with our Finding Me app is not just the fact that it's going to be easy to go from navigate from one thing to another, whether it's a podcast to daily affirmations or meditations or, or whatever it might be, but it's the guests that uh, offer really unique experiences. We, we often talk about our guests as being backdoor, back porch conversational pieces. And, and we, we treat our opportunities to meet with our guests that way. They have unique experiences. Uh, some of the guests we've talked about, uh, you would you would never think that uh, the experience that they had could be something that uh, a normal person could go through. But we've found that people have resiliency. We, we, we talked once, you remember, Annette, when we talked to a professional wrestler, big time <laughs> wrestler. You know, I was so intimidated by this guy. He had the longer hair. Yeah, and, good guy. But he talked about being bullied. And he talked about uh, some perspectives that he had that uh, really were helpful in, in helping me and helping our listeners understand the, the importance of being resilient. Yeah. And the, he was this gentle giant. We had another gentleman who, who was uh, a sex addict and he had, he had found hope in, in Christ and had started a ministry where there are many men that now come and and they've they all have this hope in their life and and live this this life of champions of hope. I, I think of another lady that was um, burned her entire body as a three-year-old and her mother left her there standing and the mom left running off to the lake and here's this little three-year-old just screaming and being burned and what an incredible woman she is today and how she's taken the lessons that she has learned from that pain and finding hope and is paying it forward and is a champion of hope in her life. Wow. You know, my, my mind just goes back to so many of those uh, conversations that we had with our guests 
And uh, I'm looking forward to continuing those kinds of conversations. It's interesting, Annette, as we, we talk about emotional resilience, as we talk about the things that we've experienced, very often you'll listen to podcasts where you're, where you're going to hear trained psychologists, where you hear people that uh, are uniquely able to, to talk about clinical ideas and thoughts. And there's a place for that. But our place is, even though we have licenses, even though we have uh, certificates and degrees in different areas, our experience comes more than anything else just from life, from life. and talking to people, whether it's Annette talking to women's groups, whether it's me talking to individuals and families through ecclesiastical opportunities and responsibilities that I've had, we have found that this is not a unique challenge. It's something that all of us deal with. It's something that all of us are in a position where we can gain greater emotional resilience by changing just a thing or two in our lives and or or maybe even having a tool that maybe we didn't know existed. The tools are amazing. The tools and the resources that we share with you that are available to you in the Finding Me app um, are amazing. They're tools that helped us to heal. They are tried. They are tested. They've helped us in our journey of life. And, and not just tried and tested by us, but by countless others. We've just broken it down and into a way that is more accessible, a way that is, is something that you can actually apply and learn from and go at your own pace. And then again, with that community, it's amazing. We have tracking systems there that you'll have the ability to really measure your progress. That's for you, not for us. It's for you to see where you're at and evaluate what you're doing so that you can learn and and have almost that account, accountability partner with yourself. So where do we go from here? Boy, we're excited to go from here. We we need you and want you and hope that you will become a champion of hope. That you'll go to the platform or in our bio and download the free app, the free Finding Me app. And first off, I really hope that you will go in and enter out your profile and become a part of the community the community of champions of hope, of pathfinders, as that we're there to help each other find our way on this journey. We would love it if you would share this podcast and the app with three to five friends. You know what happened if each of you shared it with three to five friends? We really could make a difference in this world as we all become champions of hope. Can you imagine the change, the change in our schools, the change in our families and communities, the joy and the happiness just because we have some hope. It's, it's amazing to think of what the possibilities are in it. So friends, thank you for sharing your precious time with us today. Please, again, download the app, subscribe, like, and share the podcast. And we'd like to thank the Finding Me app 
as they have sponsored and will continue to sponsor the Finding Me Champions of Hope podcast. We hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.